Welcome to From Heartache to Healing and Hope with your host, Bernadette Winters-Bell, LMSW. This podcast explores the many layers of life through the lens of loss and grief, often with special guests who share their perspectives on this universal yet unique process. These explorations can offer you, the listener, avenues to encourage you to have these conversations with yourself, your family, your community, your world. Hello, Bernadette Winters Bell here from Heartache to Healing and Hope. My podcast in this series, same story, different folks. Wait to see who we're paddling with today. Jim Havenar, and he is the owner and proprietor of a, a little independent, wonderful bookstore mercantile, The Green Toad. Fascinating how he came to be the owner and what he's done with the business and how he survived and got even better during the pandemic. You're gonna love to hear these stories and come and find out why Jim and I will always love him forever. See you soon, Bernadette Winters Bell heartache to healing and hope. See you soon. Hello, I'm Bernadette Winters-Bell, your host of the podcast from heartache to healing and hope. And in this series, same storms, different boats. Today, we're paddling away at special at the Green Toad Bookstore. Jim, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. I love it. I love the backdrop of the books. It's terrific. <laughs> so since you know yourself best of the two of us, would you be so kind as to introduce yourself to my audience? Uh, hi, I'm Jim Havener. I'm the owner and bookseller here at the Green Toe Bookstore on Main Street in Oneonta. Wonderful. Wonderful. And how long have you been the owner and proprietor of the bookstore? Well, the store has been around since 2008, and I bought the store about six and a half years ago. Uh, and what prompted you to do that? Uh, well, I, I, I was a, always loved books. I used to have an antique restoration business and did that for 30 some, some years. And I um, would come to the bookstore when it opened up. I thought it was fabulous that there was an independent bookstore here. When I first came to Oneonta in 1981, there were like four bookstores here on Main Street. And so I was very excited when this opened up and um, I frequent the store a lot, got to know the previous owner uh, and I started buying books. Uh, a lot of times I couldn't find the books I wanted uh, here in the store, so I'd special order them. And then I kind of started realizing that the, the, st the store owner at the time uh, was buying extra copies of the books that I was buying. And um, one day we were having a conversation and um, about business. And I'd been in my business for 30 some odd years, uh, the antique restoration business. And, and, and it had changed over the 30 some years. And I specialized in conservation of painted surfaces and that. And, uh, and I, very little of the work that was coming in, uh, you know, to the antique restoration business was was that. Um, you know, I was gluing chairs together, refinishing kitchen tables, and that type of thing. And intellectually, it wasn't very interesting anymore. And um, I kind of uh, 
ended this conversation with the previous owner of, uh, well, you know, Michelle, I wish I was doing what you're doing, but you beat me to it. And then she called me up about a week later and said, uh, let's have lunch. And uh, from there, she had some changes in her life and wanted to sell the store. And she knew that I love books. And so here I am. Terrific. Wonderful. Now, were you doing the restoration business in this area or somewhere else? Uh, yes, I was here in uh, Milford, as the business was where my home's at. Yes. Uh, terrific. Wow. So you get to do something special. I know that when the bookstore opened and then next door is Latte Lounge or Coffee Shop, and there's a, a barn door uh, between the two. And it's, I don't know that I've ever seen it closed, actually. Um, so you can go from one to the other. And to me, I was in heaven. Coffee and books, um, all good. In fact, one time I had a, when Michelle was the owner, um, for Hanukkah, brought Temple members down. And uh, Michelle had ordered a lot of different books. People came in to buy Hanukkah gifts. And um, Dave had set something up from the latte lounge with little coffees and drinks and everything. It was, I was in heaven. <laughs> it was so terrific. And so local, so, so wonderful to be able to do this, you know? Sure. Um, and so, um, you know, I've, I've learned that uh, after World War I, people would see one another and ask how their war had been because they didn't have methods, obviously, of communication that we have now, and would, would ask, how has your war been? And so I say to you, Jim, how has your pandemic been? Uh, it's been a long, strange trip, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, um, you know, when it first came, it came very suddenly and you were shut down. And um, I have a wonderful staff that works with me. And of course, none of them could be here. I could still have, I could still operate out of the, out of the store since it was a private ownership. Um, so, you know, after the first, uh, you know, 10 days of, uh, you know, thinking, oh my gosh, my business is ruined. No one will be able to come in and look for books and that type of thing. I said, huh. Well, I can sit here and say, woe is I, but uh, let's, uh, let's try to think of how, what we can do. Uh, immediately, I saw people calling and emailing and saying that they would like to get, you know, certain books, and they were wanting a lot of books. Uh, um, and, and so I, I decided to uh, hire my 33-year-old son to start putting my uh, books out online. Um, and um, people started really responding to that. Not that they hadn't done that before, but just really on a much uh, more personal level than that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you felt like that you were providing, and, and though you always feel like that you're providing a service of getting these uh, books to people, um, the, now you had the feeling of, uh, that this was a, a, a real need just like going to the grocery store, or getting gas in your car in that regard. So um, I decided to, um, it's interesting, you, you kind of experiment because you're in here by yourself, which is really strange being in a bookstore and nobody's around. The latte is closed. You're not even smelling the coffee alone here and seeing the people come in and out. Um, I had an idea a couple of years before that 
to sell gift boxes. A lot of bookstores do that. You know, you want something for your dad for your birthday or, or for a, a anniversary and that. And I'd set up big displays of these. I had these boxes with, you know, shredded material and a nice paper to put around them and that. And, and set up several displays to kind of show this idea. And nobody bought one. Not one single one. They would walk by and see the display and pull out the mug out of the uh, um, Father's Day, um, you know, box and that there and bring it up to the counter. So I says, well, I got all this stuff, uh, all these boxes. And then, you know, I have all this stuff for kids for Easter and Easter's coming on, you know, it's in three weeks. And so I made up a box, which lot the cute little bunnies and and uh, chickies and, uh, you know, nice little, uh, nice little books on uh, Peter Rabbit and, and put it out on Facebook and Instagram. And it was as if I'd thrown a, a bomb in a, in a building. Uh, it's like the calls and the emails came in. I was kind of like John Belushi there for a while, uh, you know, jumping back and forth, you know. And um, so... <laughs> So uh, I end up selling over a hundred of these things. Wow! So the you know some people wanted some people wanted to um, you know give something to their relatives, um, and they couldn't come and see their relatives. And so uh, people were calling in from multiple different states, anywhere from California to Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you get get a box to my uh, granddaughter? And um, And so then I thought, well, you know, I can mail it or, you know, I got a little hybrid car. So why don't we just take it to them? So I would uh, at five o'clock close up the door and carry out uh, multiple bags of uh, boxes of uh, boxes, gift boxes. And uh, I drove around all over Otsego County and Delaware County uh, delivering these books. Actually, the night before Easter. I got home about nine o'clock at night because, uh, you know, you're like Santa Claus. That's and what I'm thinking. You're training to be St. Nick here. <laughs> you're funny out there, you know? <laughs> I, and so, um, and so that was really great for business as well. Mm-hmm. And a, another really nice thing happened in delivering these books, um, our boxes. Um, I, I, I one time went just three blocks away from the store, beautiful Friday evening. Um, spring was on, it was warm like it is today, you know, and uh, um, I went up to a person's house and dropped off the bag of books in the box outside so no one would get the virus and, you know, I rang the doorbell. We waved at each other, you know, through the window. And then when I walked off the stairs, there was a friend, acquaintance um, that was sitting on her porch next door. And she asked me what I was doing. And I says, well, I'm the book fairy. I'm delivering book, book, you know, book dust, you know. And uh, she says, well, you want to have a martini? Me and my friend here are having a martini. And I says, yeah, sure. That sounds fine. So uh, she made me up a martini and her and her friend sat at either end of the porch and I stood at the stairs and uh, she, you know, was talking to me about business and that. The next day she calls me in the morning and she says, you know something? Uh, she was a retired teacher. She says, I have an idea. I want to see if we can get a book to everybody in the Oneonta School District. And I'm going to offer my stimulus check 
um, to get this campaign going. So we started a campaign called Hop on Books. Um, she's done some fun fundraising and she had a great email list. She emailed all of the people on her list and uh, we end up raising about $8,000. Um, and we uh, brought books to everyone in the Oneonta School District in there. there. So, so, you know, from delivering a little bit of a, uh, book dust there um, you know many nice things happened in that there so and and it was really kind of a you know feeling that we're all in this together and um, we've got to help each other out and um, that's what it was and uh, a feeling in the community to uh, get takeout from a restaurant go to green toad and buy buy a book you know we all the people I was speaking to wanted to make sure that we were supporting you, right? Like you Very were supporting us because sometimes we get complacent and we're glad the bookstore is there and other places are there. But if you don't frequent it and spend money there, then the place can't be there forever if you're not um, really supporting it. And so right. I, I love that this was a time that we thought we were more thoughtful about that, all of us. Yeah. You know? yeah. I think we all became more thoughtful. I, I think the positive things that came out of it. Also, another really positive thing that came out of it, you know, for the bookstore is that I fully, all of a sudden, realized how important this place was to people. Um, you know, and it, it's really heartfelt. Is um, is you know what you mean to people and that there, you know, and um, you know from, you know, standing behind the counter. You know, you, you can get very easily involved in the business of sure. run of of the business. Um, at the same time, it made us slow down. It made us uh, talk to each other. Um, it made us uh, talk to each other besides about books, about our families, and about each other, and you know, and how each other are feeling. And you know, it um, it truly. Um, it truly slowed us down and made us uh, look inside ourselves and see, you know, what's really important, I think. Absolutely. And because we couldn't get together with friends like we had and, and do all of those things, we became aware of how important it was in our life. We knew that we had enjoyed it to go into the bookstore, to go out to dinner, have coffee. But when you don't have it, it really shows the importance of it and how much exactly. that we Absolutely. And we don't live in a place that's terribly uh, fast paced. Um, right. so quickly we learn, wow, where is everybody? Why can't I do this? Yeah. And how long was this thing going to last? <laughs> I know. And that, and, and it was, um, it was very interesting walking outside the, um, um, onto main street of Oneonta mm -hmm. and you'd see, maybe one or two cars parked on the street. Nobody was walking. Um, it kind of reminded you when you forgot to bring the folding table home on Christmas Eve and you had to come back on Christmas day and get it. You know, it was, uh, you Nobody know. There, right, right. It's true. It, it, was a, it was a strange odd feeling. I almost felt like I was in one of my uh, books that are uh, apocalyptic and, you know, the world's come to an end. And I'm the only one left. <laughs> but parking was easy to find <laughs> personally how has the pandemic been for you 
Um, it's been um, it's been enlightening, I think, and very much so. Um, you know, I've um, um, I've really had an opportunity to uh, um, I think spend more time um, uh, looking inward to myself and that. I've, I had some family health issues and stuff like that. That's kind of went along with that, you know, and that's what's really important and that and um, and uh, to try to one thing I've noticed here in the store is that I, I, I I've never been uh, criticized for not wanting to talk to people, mm -hmm. uh, but now I really want to now I really want to talk to people and connect with people, and um, I think I think that is because um, I have a need to to really uh, touch people more so than just a superficial sale, collect money you know, and that type of a thing. I wanted, how is your family? How are you, how are you doing, you know, and that. Today I saw a really dear friend from, for many years and I hadn't seen him for a year, you know, and it's, um, it's almost kind of like uh, going home to visit at Christmas time, you know, um, in that regards and that. So I, I think uh, you kind of realize how important friendships are and, um, and touching base with just complete strangers, you know, um, how it's important to, uh, um, to, to engage with people. You know, it, it's interesting that you say that. Um, I'm often, <laughs> not surprisingly, talking with everybody um, and maybe commenting on someone's shirt or, you know, um, piece of jewelry and, because if I notice it and I want to share with them that I think that looks nice on you, you know, um, I, I think it's a little kindness that we can share. Yeah. It doesn't take anything from us. I actually feel like I get something from it, but maybe the person needed that little bit of kindness. Yeah. And it, my life is better when those are the kinds of things I'm looking for. Right. You know, it's, um, yeah, I, I, I like that a lot. And um, I know that recently I was wearing one of my masks that has a, a star on it, all sparkly. And I was in a grocery store and a woman was kind of staring at me and I smiled at her. And you know, the eyes, you can see them. Mm -hmm. smiling. She smiled back and then she felt compelled to say, I'm, I'm staring at you and smiling because of your mask. I said, I know it's okay, <laughs> you know. Any way you look and you smile, I'm good. You know? <laughs> yeah, she didn't true. really have to have a reason, but she wasn't terribly comfortable in the situation. And I thought, but that's who we maybe used to be, some of us, you know, like right. go to the grocery store and just look and do it. But now more people are doing what we're talking about and engaging. And, you know, I've said to people in the grocery store, when you meet them, say, for the second or third time going up and down the aisles i'll say listen i'll take the odd number aisles and you take the even and we'll meet at the end and finish our shopping together and most people laugh every once in a while there's somebody that goes no 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 i'm going to do my own shopping it's all right i'm only kidding <laughs> <laughs> but you know i don't mean to scare anybody you know <laughs> when you do something like that which is a cute story i can share between you and i with the audience is that I had come in recently 
uh, for uh, a young couple I knew uh, were expecting and looked on the shelf carefully, didn't find the book I wanted and came to you and said um, that I was looking for the book, uh, Love You Forever. And you said, yes, love you forever. And we had a little chuckle and right. the book ordered. And whatever, a week or so later, I go back in. You said, yes, the book just came in today. And you said, oh, love you forever. And I said, oh, Jim, love you forever. And we're smiling and laughing. And one of the women that works for you happened to come in. It was her time to be at work. And she's looking at you and she's looking at me. And she had no context for the conversation. And she comes around and said, I think trying to help us. <laughs> She said, would you like that wrapped? And I said, oh, that'd be nice here. And then she saw the name of the book. She goes, oh, now I get it. <laughs> but we'll always greet each other that way now. So that's, that's terrific, um, which was interesting. I recently gave the book as a gift. And um, the mom-to-be said, oh, I love this book. My mother read this to us when we were little. And my husband had never heard of it before. So I got to read it to him. And then she cried, uh, you know? So it's, yeah, that kind of thing that just goes on and on. And only from, or because I stopped in to buy a book as a little gift, you know? Um, touching all the different kinds of people that are out there. I just love that. So I know in your shop, um, which can be referred to as a mercantile because you have books for sure but you have so many other things from local artists. I know you have a lot of other things that you carry, right? Uh, yes, I do. You know, since I, you know, been in business for myself, worked with my hands and made things and mm. restored things, I always have, uh, you know, I've always had an affinity. And this was one of my ideas when I came into the store is that I know so many people that produce, that make, you know, make things. Right. And, um, I wanted to kind of help feature them to give them a place to be able to show their wares and um, and um, you know add add to a feeling that this is a place of community you know in that regards uh, um, you know you can buy anything from China you know and you know and 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 I do have that in here as well but. Um, I really want to. Um, I really want to try to to open the door to the store and uh, bring in our local flavor, our local talent, our local creativity. And that I love it. There's hats and pocketbook scarves, uh, jewelry. I know I've bought some Karen Katz pieces out of uh, Cooperstown yeah. and others. Right. Beautiful, and um, it is a sense of community. And I've seen people when we had more tourists than we do now who would say, they're coming in to shop local stores as they will, um, and then say, oh, look, this is also from the area and buy something because it was made in Milford or Oneonta or something. Yeah, which is terrific. And what about local artists? Do you feature them also in the bookstore? Uh, yes, I do. And uh, a lot of times what I try to do too is I have two nice uh, um, eyes onto the, onto the street, my two front windows. And I really like to feature um, you know, uh, an individual artist right there in, in the window, you know, and that, um, you know, recently we had, um, some really beautiful cutting boards and, 
and uh, objects like that, uh, local woodworker in that regards. And, nice. and so anyway, I really try to, um, I really try to, um, you know, show those to, to people and that and um, give them an opportunity to um, be seen by the community, you know. I've been to a book signing. I mean, it wasn't my book at, at your store. Um, and the parents are local, uh, but she was from California and it was a lifestyle recipe. Uh, mm -hmm. And she made a punch and it was all natural and it was, it was terrific. The whole thing was terrific. And of course you have chairs that you're so comfortably sitting on. So now we got books and chairs and coffee. Yeah, like my favorite places. Um, so a man who loves to read owns a bookstore. What are you reading these days? Um, well, I'm, I'm usually reading a multiple of things. I, um, uh, a new book is uh, The Committed by Viet Thanh Nagan. Um, his first book that came out was uh, um, was The Sympathizer. And, you know, it was a debut novel and he won the Pulitzer. And, uh, he, you know, he's a... a refugee from Vietnam. I mean, he came to America when he was four years old, escaped after, right after the end of the war there. And um, it took him a number of years to write this book, but it's kind of interesting seeing his books and this new book uh, deals with it as well as being a, a refugee compared to an immigrant, um, uh, an idea of immigrants. And of course, we've been talking about that a lot in the past four years. Um, and um, of, of just what that feeling's like um, of always kind of being a refugee and always kind of being an immigrant, mm. and um, and and what's the what's the differences between those two terms and what's the similarities between those two terms? It's very a very very um, a very very great writer that's just come out in that there. And what else am I reading? Oh, there's a new, um, uh, Hermon Bell has got a new biography out on the playwright, Tom Stoppard. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but his plays are um, really wonderful. I've only seen one, but uh, you know, he's been around a lot. And, and um, but you know, he was a, a refugee from uh, Nazi Germany. Germany's parents went from uh, to India. Uh, his father died, and then she, uh, his mother married a British uh, Englishman, and they came to England. And uh, he kind of grew up there. But you know, he's hobnobbing with David Bowie and Mick Jagger, and uh, you know, and and and, um, and wrote a lot of these plays. And you know, it just uh, I think it's an interesting time period to be alive. And, and, and she's a, such a great biographer. She wrote a great biography on Edith Wharton and uh, Virginia Woolf, you know, and that kind of change, kind of really uh, was kind of that really change of uh, not a hagiography, but, uh, but a uh, biography that dealt with the whole culture and the time period around the person, you know, in that regards. And that, wow, so. amazing. Do you read anything lighter for fun? No, not, not really a lot. Um, uh, I, I, um, I, um, always feel like there's so many things out there that I really got to read in that. 
I, I've, I, I come from a history background, so I really read some, you know, really kind of, you know, what I love is a big fat history book. You know what I mean? You know, I mean, I got seven or 800 pages. I'm just like, I'm in, you know, that's in peace. Jim's kind of book. <laughs> kind of that there. Yeah. Well, that's good. We all need to know who we are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, in, that, in that regards, in that, and um, and that's kind of a strength of having a, a multiple people here at the store. And that is that I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot about poetry. Right. I actually read some poetry now, you know, because I sell poetry, and people are asking me about this or that, and I'm kind of going, "Oh, I really don't know. I better try to figure out what I'm just trying to sell." And yes. <laughs> <laughs> at least sound somewhat knowledgeable without you know not 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 uh uh, uh put myself in the position of pretending i know what i'm saying <laughs> compared to what it is and that um i don't know i'm very honest with people sometimes a lot of times people come in and say oh can you find me a good mystery in that and i go well this Tanya French book, The Searchers, is really, really good. I, I, I've read one of her books way time before, but I haven't read this one. But, um, you know, I'll use what uh, my other customers and other, you know, personnel and that there to kind of tell me, you know, what, what's, what's it about? Um, uh, you know, we, when we come in, you know, we're always talking about what we're reading, you know. And I learn as much from the rest of the customers and what they're, you know, what they're reading and what they think of something, you know, in that regards and that. It's so wonderful because of course, there used to be a lot of bookstores, Barnes and Noble and such places, um, and mostly don't exist anymore. Local bookstores are independent, fabulous. Um, and I love that it holds their own against Amazon or other things because it's a place to come. You can special order and get anything, love you forever, of course. And but it's a place to go to see other um, uh, handmade things. It's a place to talk about your books. Um, so it's a community center that happens to be a bookstore. I mean, that's kind of how I think of your place. Yeah. You know? So that makes yeah. it special, you know? And now I know you deliver. I mean, that's, that's even better than Amazon. <laughs> Uh, love me forever now, aren't you? you know. <laughs> for sure, Jim, for sure. Oh, I can't wait to share this with all of my audience. So do you have a website I can direct people to for your bookstore? Oh, yes. Uh, Green Toe Bookstore um, dot com. And you can come right in and see what we have. We got some shows you what the store is about. And uh, you can also follow us on Facebook. Uh, 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 Facebook and Instagram, those sites are, are very, very active and, um, and, and enjoy what people say about what the things they see and what they've done because they really are, you know, are, include themselves, their opinions and their ideas uh, those two places. Terrific. And you're on Main Street in Oneonta. What's the number of the address? 198, right in the middle of Main Street. It yeah. certainly is. It certainly is. Well, Jim, this has been such a pleasure and a delight. I've really enjoyed it. You know, I love to be able to tell success stories and share them um, with the audience so that they could know. And so for my audience, what would you say gives you hope for the future? 
what gives us hope for the future is that we have all of each other together. We can share. We share these books and we can share ourselves and we can share our stories because we are story people. We certainly are, aren't we? Wonderful. Well, you've been a fabulous guest here on the podcast from heartache to healing and hope. And today we paddled along together, Jim and I, in this series, Same Storm, Different Boats. And it's been such a pleasure. So you have my sincere gratitude, Jim. Thank you and uh, love you forever. <laughs> love you forever. <laughs> Take care. <laughs>